it's okay. <sighs> Hannah, you know what you know what time it is? You know what we're ready for? Um, it's the most time for our first semester at UA High. It is the most wonderful time of year, and we're starting it off right. Fear not, young Kaczynski. I am here. Oh my goodness, all for one. Go beyond, plus ultra. <laughs> oh, we're going to start this Caution. off right. <laughs> Hit it, guys. Damn nerd. <laughs> Hit the music. You guys can tell that we're already hyped for this, so what? Why waste any time? What's going on, ladies and gentlemen, all you wonderful people listening in? Welcome back to the General Geekery Podcast. Woo! This is, of course, the podcast where we love to geek out about all that we love to geek out about with no remorse. No regrets. And with all of the enthusiasm in the world. Okay, Christopher Sabat. Uh <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> I mean, indeed. As always, um, we are your hosts. I am your resident coffee ninja by day, actor, gamer, streamer by night. I am Donald Kaczynski back once again. Joining me as always, she is our um, artiste extraordinaire, Dicelinger Magnificent, our resident video game inept, and also our best chance of getting one of us in, into UA High if we turn back the clock maybe about 10 years or so. Why am I the best chance? Because honestly, I think you would have a, have a better chance of becoming a hero than I. I mean, I did I did infiltrate your apartment building uh, earlier today. That so. is that is very true. Yep. Ladies and gentlemen, Hannah Kubiak. Hello. And guys, it is time once again for one of my favorite times of the year for the podcast. Welcome to the first edition of Anime April 2022. Did you just say the first edition? <laughs> Did I? Yeah. I thought I said first. Oh. I, may, I may have said thirst, I, but... Okay, I thought you were going to say third, because this is our third time doing Anime April. It is our third time doing Anime April, but it is but the first... 2022, fir- it is the first. It's the first episode of 2022 for Anime April. Mm-hmm. For those of you that um, are newer listeners, every April, um, for the past three years now, um, we dedicate um, the month of April to the art form of Japanese anime. Yep. Um, in previous years, we've talked about numerous different anime series. We're going to be switching it up a little bit this year. Um, we're going to be talking about a couple of anime movies. You guys have the ability to help us choose one of those movies that we get to watch um, this year on a live episode. Um, you can click the link in the description of this episode to be taken to a straw poll to help us vote for what movie you guys want us to watch this year. The voting ends April 10th. So uh, please go check that out if you haven't already done so. Just wanted to talk about that at the beginning of this episode before we get into the meat of things. Speaking of which, Hannah. Yes? You have been wanting to talk about this show for so long. I have. I think it's only right that if the audience hasn't figured it out by now, Hannah, what are we talking about today? We are talking about My Hero Academia. This is probably my favorite anime besides um, Bebop. <laughs> Honestly, um, considering your tastes um, for storytelling, mm-hmm. I can see why. Oh, gosh, yeah. 
I can definitely see why. Mm-hmm. So, a little bit of background into um, My Hero Academia. Um, I got plot stuff taken care of, as usual. Sure thing. Um, for um, My Hero Academia, the first season of the show originally debuted in April of 2016. It will nearly have been roughly six years since the show started, and mm-hmm. is considered by many people to be... Well, it's not considered um, by many people to be a shonen manga. It, it, it is a shonen series. Uh-huh. Um, but it has basically become for, um, in some people's um, opinion, like the a placeholder for like the new generation of shonen anime. For those that are not familiar with what shonen manga and shonen anime is, I know you've made a mention to it before, Hannah. Did I? You, you, were, you were asking, what the heck is a shonen? Oh, yeah, you know, and I forgot already. Right. So go ahead and reiterate. So a shonen series um, in manga and in anime, generally speaking, um, pertains to um, a story primarily focused on a young male audience from about 12 to 18. A lot of different, um, a lot of different uh, elements of shonen manga that have uh, come across is uh, over-the-top action and um, hijinks that ensue throughout the story, which My Hero Academia does have. Yeah, it's a little bit more cerebral than you originally give it credit for. Oh yeah, definitely, especially given its like early beginnings. Yeah, but a lot of people have um, considered My Hero Academia to be like. A successor for the new generation of shonen anime mm-hmm. from from like the night the late nineties and early two thousands into the twenty tens of the big three mm-hmm. in shonen, which were Naruto, Bleach, and One Piece. Mm-hmm. That was considered by many to be like the 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 shonen trinity. Okay. Because these episodes, um, they're the episodes, um. When they were animated anime, would always air weekly, mm-hmm. ran for years. One Piece is still running on uh, TV to this day. Wow. That story is still ongoing. The original Naruto series ended and continued on with its follow-up, Boruto. Mm-hmm. Bleach is done, but um, the anime never really finished the whole story. Um, they're making a final season for it, like, sometime soon. I can't remember. Yeah. But, um... My Hero Academia was um, gaining a lot of popularity in Japanese shonen manga and eventually gained an anime adaptation back in 2016, which has exploded Mm. into probably, yeah, the second coming of, like, a big shonen um, uh, generation. (laughs) The second coming of shonen. (laughs) It's the best way that I can describe it. Um... For myself, personally, I never really got the chance to, like, sit down and watch through all of it. Yeah, I'm likely calling me from Florida. Thanks, Florida. But, um, (laughs) I never got to sit down and watch, like, the series, like, all the way through until recently when you said, um, months ago, months and months ago, I want to do an episode on My Hero Academia, and Mm -hmm. I'm like, well, I better get on my shit then and, uh, finish, uh, get back on this and finish it all. I, we, it, it took some time, but I managed to get it in time for Anime April. So what better time to start off the month of Anime April than talking about My Hero Academia. Mm-hmm. So, Hannah, yes. you want to take us into synopsis stuff? I do, yes. Okay, look at all this. She has notes for days, Notes for y'all. days. You can hear them. 
Hear the paper. Yeah. Okay. So, let us begin at the beginning. <laughs> so, in um, season one, is mostly we get um, an introduction to um, to the world, um, who the heroes are, who the villains are, um, what uh, what UA is, everything, just the world that we live in, basically. So, um, very important for uh, a long running series. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So. This series, um, the, the world is that pretty much everybody now has superpowers, um, and they call them quirks. So not all of them are, like, amazing. Like, some people can just kind of make little objects hover or stuff like that. But other people have, like, really, really powerful quirks, like being able to, like, cause explosions or being able to, um... Gosh, what is the one like? Being able to cause explosions, um, being able to manipulate cement, you know, um, melt 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 into the um, uh, floor or stuff like that. Yep. Or, or throw objects. Or in the terms of uh, one particular hero, become a big buff daddy. <laughs> Go full Alex Louise Armstrong with this, <laughs> which is fitting considering the fact that he they share the same voice actor in English. That they do. Um, okay, so um, our story focuses on one Izuku Midoriya, who is a quirkless boy who is about to go into high school. Deku! Yes, um, and uh, his classmate, who we will hear more about later, his classmate calls him Deku. I'm not sure why. It might be some sort of thing, that well, some sort of joke that got lost in translation. Does it literally just mean Deck? I will, I will, I will look it up. Maybe because, like, Bakugo, like, knocked him to the ground a lot. Something like that, Maybe I it think. means, like, <laughs> it means, like, ground person. Ground dweller. I don't know. Um, and, but, okay, he has always wanted to be a hero, like, the number one hero, All Might, who is basically, basically, like, um, Japanese Captain America. And we learn later that actually um, All Might did sort of, he did visit America for a while. So that's where a lot of that sort of, that sort of okay. charisma comes from. I found it. Um, uh, who had given the name Deku, which roughly comes from the Japanese term meaning good for nothing. Oh, okay. To, to mock his overall worthlessness. <laughs> oh my gosh, that's... <laughs> Good for nothing. The fuck, Bakugo? <laughs> Damn! Oh, man. Oh, okay. Um, well, that kind of hurt. Um, so, Izuku still wants to attend UA, a high school for heroes. Um, and he sort of, he's, he's very smart. Like, he takes, he notices things about different people's quirks and, um, like, Takes obsessive notes, which I'm I'm really I'm really into. Um, I I can totally see you being very um, much like him. Mm -hmm. Like yep. just overall note taking, just like observational. Mm. Mm -hmm. Sherlock Holmes mind activate. Yep, yep. <laughs> um. So um. Um. We'll call him Midoriya because they all call each other by their last names, unless they're calling each other good for nothing. Um. <laughs> Un unless they're very familiar with each other when they call them by their first names, which yep. is very much how uh, Japan operates. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, 
Midoriya's classmate, Bakugo, whose power is explosion. He um, has a personality to fit. He's very, has a very, he's very hot-headed. He's a quick temper. He's kind of a, kind of a violent little shit. And makes some bomb-ass chicken sandwiches. Uh-huh. Yep. And, um, so that, his, his classmate, basically, he's basically got a guaranteed in to UA just because his power is so awesome and he's just kind of been told that he's amazing all his life, kind of. Um, I, I will admit, when I first saw Bakugo, um, early on, early season Bakugo was one of the main reasons why I did not want to watch this series because he's just, he was just so off-putting at the beginning. I, I have stuff to say about that as uh, well, like Bakugo's character and how how um how much like for a kind of you know malfoy like character he became like an, an actual three-dimensional character like he developed pretty well um so um midoriya in a um like coincidentally he meets all might and um he learns that the number one hero by the, the number way. one hero all might yes Learns that the hero's true form is actually really frail and deteriorating, thanks to an injury he received in a big battle years ago. Um, so, um, so he's basically he's basically fading and putting on a brave face. <laughs> um, he's doing his best. Yes. Um, at some point, Bakugo gets attacked by a villain. Um, and despite having no quirk, Midoriya is the only one to spring into action. And All Might um, witnesses this. And this kind of... This kind of... Uh, S- selflessness. Selflessness, yeah. It contributes to one of, the, one of the main sort of themes that are sort of explored in this show, which is... Um, which is... Um, what what makes a hero what makes someone a hero and um something that all might noticed in midoriya and um is that having power doesn't make you a hero it's the desire to help people that makes you a hero a bit a big thing to preface about this show in particular like how they portray heroes is that being a hero is basically being a celebrity. Like it's a it, job, yeah. It's a job, but you're basically also a celebrity to the people. Mm-hmm. And at the start of the show, it shows that people view it more as entertainment than they actually mm-hmm. do as like an actual fun thing. Yeah, and people have kind of like kind of different reasons for becoming heroes. Like, I think one of the um, one of the uh, girls in Midoriya's class, um, she wants to... She's in it for the money, but it's a selfless kind of... She wants to help her family. Oh, yeah. Uraka, right? Yeah, Uraka. Um, and uh, there's another there's another um, student who he basically just wants to be a hero um, for all of the... Um, for all of the cred with the chicks that he would get. Oh, this yeah, that, that guy. Yeah, that, that pervert one. Yep. <laughs> um, we smack him. Yes, we smack him. Um, so, people have different reasons for becoming heroes. Um, and Midoriya, like, tr- truly wants to help people. And, like, his classmate Bakugo has never really been 
very pleasant to him, but he goes, he runs and tries to help him anyway, even though he literally has nothing, like, nothing to give, we think. Mm-hmm. Except for his desire to help. And um, so All Might reveals that um, to Midoriya that he too was quirkless um, when he was younger, um, but somebody passed on a power to him, a power called One for All. <clears throat> and um, based on Midoriya's heroism, despite having no quirk, All Might decides to let Midoriya inherit One for All as he inherited it from his mentor. So, Which is secretive. Yes. That that should be prefaced like right out from the get-go. Like this is not something that's very well known. Mm-hmm. A quirk that's able to be passed is yeah. very, very hush hush. Yeah. Nobody no nobody knows about it really. It's it's like a secret identity beyond the secret identity. Yep. <clears throat> it's like if Spy it's like if Peter Parker um uh, as Spider Man had like a different face underneath. Mm-hmm. Which would be very, very... A face beneath your face beneath your face. Which would be very macabre and very in line with DC Comics. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. get so, off track. Um, so, um, after a <clears throat> a bunch of rigorous training uh, with All Might, uh, Midoriya goes to the uh, take the entrance exam at UA. Um, mm. He hasn't used the power yet. All Might gives, gives it to him, like right before the exam basically mm-hmm. um which i'm not sure why he did it that way i think maybe just some sort of like like just just throw him in head first yeah. like you're ready for the power now and um yeah, so he has sto- to like storyhood con- drama trial yeah. by fire so he has to yeah so he has to like consume some of his dna which he gives him a hair and he has to eat the hair <laughs> god dang it japan yep and then um eat this um yeah and then he goes to the entrance exam and um he he passes, though he is unused to his power, and um, he can only use it at, like, 100%, at 100% power, um, and it does a real number on his body. He uh, has two broken legs from jumping once, and one broken arm from punching a robot. Um, <laughs> and And there's kind of this whole, um, like, like, that becomes kind of a, a problem that continues through... Um, most of this season is that he has he, the power that he has is too powerful to to wield safely, basically. Right. So he has to learn how to, um, in like instead of just like breaking an arm in order to punch something once with a with like a truckload of force, he has to learn how to maybe not have a truckload of force but like a minivan of force you know and like be able to focus it a little bit more yeah yeah it's like it's like the best way that i can describe it is like like what um the terminology that uh you're only using like a small like minuscule percentage of Mm -hmm. your brain for like uh everyday use and stuff like that Mm -hmm. similar to that in the muscles but like you're able to like force the control right yes force the exertion of like what you're able to overload yeah Exactly. So, basically, he, like, he's been training and stuff, and he, um, basically his body can only handle, like, 5% of the power, and I think at some point he gets up to, like, 8% or something. I'm not sure how they calculate that. Acclimation. Yeah, acclimation. So, he, like, manages to, um, sort of learn how to focus where the power comes from, 
um, into like his fingers instead of his whole arm. Um, so it's still at 100%, but it's not like sacrificing as much of his body to do it. Right. It's like Blood Hunter esque. <laughs> okay, calm down, Stilga. Oh, yes. I fuck up others before I fuck up myself. <laughs> no, wait, it was the opposite. I fuck up myself before I fuck up others. That is so That is so in line with your D&D character. <laughs> it's insane. Yeah. Oh, man. Okay. So, um, so he passes the entrance exam, and um, they're doing basically a lot of, oh, they meet their kind of like their homeroom teacher who's in charge of their class. Um, He's so great. Oh my gosh, yeah. Whose name is um, Aizawa. Aizawa! Aizawa. He is a, a surly, gruff, kind of, like, kind of sickly looking and constantly <laughs> sleepy um, man whose power is... Erasure. Yeah, he can erase others' quirks. Other people's quirks. If he's looking at them, their quirk stops working, um, which is pretty awesome. Um, very much, very, very good to have as a teacher. Mm-hmm. Might I add? To have as a teacher, yeah, absolutely. Um, and it also helps out with uh, other things when um, when there are when there are kids who have really powerful powers that they can't really control, and you're teaching them how to. It helps to be able to just like. Okay, you're getting out of control. Stop. <laughs> oh, yeah. Okay, here it is. Shota, um, Shota Aizawa, um, hero name, Eraserhead. Eraserhead. It's funny, though, actually, because when they're choosing their hero names, he's like, um, he says, now take this very seriously. The name you choose today might be your name for the rest of your career as a hero. And then there's a little flashback to when <laughs> Aizawa, when, the, when Aizawa was in school and um, his friend, President Mike, is like, what are you gonna? What's your hero name gonna be, man? He's like, I don't know. I don't really care. He's like, What about Eraserhead? And he's like, Sure, whatever. <laughs> and it just remained his name forever. Sure. So he's like, Whatever. Sure, whatever. I'm just going with the flow, man. I okay. Isawa is one of my favorite characters. <laughs> I, just, I like his vibe is just. I love it. It it, it, it. it relates to my and it relates to my millennial nonchalantness. Yep, pretty much. And just also, also just sort of, even his personality is like, like negatory, like negating things. It's the driest of dry <laughs> Yeah, humor, the driest of dry Like, like one of my favorite um, Aizawa moments was when he meets this, um, he runs into this, this woman who he uh, used to, used to do an internship with or something. And her, her power is like causing laughter and stuff she's like a, she's like a jokester kind of person and um <laughs> and she's and um and she's like aizawa you should marry me then your life would be full of constant laughter and he's like that sounds like an actual nightmare <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> and and thus balance was restored to the world yes thus balance was restored to the world if everyone was uh ha- 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 fun 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 then, uh, then I'd rather die. The world would explode. Yep. <laughs> I'd rather die. <laughs> that sounds like a literal nightmare. Quite so. Um. But yeah. So there's. So he takes no shit, but is also strangely kind at times. Um. It's always the quiet ones. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. 
So, um, during our class trip, the students get attacked by a bunch, a bunch of villains led by Tomura Shigaraki, whose quirk is decay. So he touches things, and as you can guess, they it decays. Yeah. So, yeah. He he touches a tree, it withers and dies. Um, and so that's really creepy. Um, let's see, there's um, there's this creature that comes with the um, the league of villains called a Nomu, which no one knows exactly what they are. It seems like it looks like some sort of mutated person, but it seems to have multiple quirks, which is kind of rare. Like it has like does it have it has some sort of strength thing and it has something else and it, it's just super powerful and so all of these villains in this nomu go up against basically basically this class of first years and their teacher and um and then all might shows up and uh he has to kind of like finish off the guy but it like really takes it out of him you know so which caused the injury from if if we're right right or no no that oh no like this was later on that's right yeah. it's it's what caused him to retire mm-hmm. that's no, right but not well this this wasn't this was not that but oh i'm getting yeah, i'm getting i'm getting my i'm getting my arcs mixed up you're getting your arcs mixed up yeah basically this is why i don't goes, do shonen anymore guys basically yeah he goes all out against this nomu uh, finally, finally defeats it, um, but then, like, then, like, immediately, like, disappears and just collapses somewhere. Just took it all out of him, basically. Um, cause as we, are uh, as, as, as we said before, yeah, he's, he is, uh, he is fading, um, and his power is, like, his power is, is, uh, streaming into Midoriya as we speak, so... Um, like all, so that's kind of, that's what season, that was where season one kind of ends is like the kids have had sort of their first, their first rush with real villains and they know mm -hmm. what's out there and what they will be up against when they, when they graduate. So, and, and, that, and that's just season one Bef mm -hmm. before you move on, like, that's a big thing to preface that what separates My Hero Academia from, like, the Shonen series that came before. Mm -hmm. I mentioned previously that shows such as Naruto Bleach and One Piece um, were constantly aired weekly and were not really given much breaks. Mm -hmm. My Hero Academia kind of differentiated um, the formula of, like, how, like, Shonen anime is done by, like, separating it into seasons. Right. Which, in the long run... Um, helps both the animation team to not be constantly overworked yep. and to allow breath in between um, uh, storylines and stuff like that to enhance the freshness of everything. Yeah. Because for those of you out there that did not grow up during the early 2000s during a time where we had to watch shonen anime every single week on TV, whether you lived in uh, original Japan or um, on in America on like Toonami or Adult Swim and stuff like that, it could be kind of taxing. So, yeah. I am all for the, the seasonal breakups. Yep. So... Just wanted to throw that there. Sorry. Continue on. So, the sort of... 
the, the sort of through lines or th themes that I noticed in this season, as I said before, so like the nature, the nature of power, it's your desire to help that makes you a hero, not so much how powerful you are. It's like how you use your power, basically, mm -hmm. is more important than how much power you have. Um, there's also a, um, like, a lot about sort of legacy and inheritance. <clears throat> like, one for all is the, um, one for all is the power that, um, All Might, um, is passing on to Midoriya, and one for all gets better with each wielder. So you sort of build on what you've learned, and you, like, um, go beyond your predecessors and make your inheritance your own. Um, and that's going to come in to play later. Making making what your elders gave you your own. Season two is um, mostly just a, the, the sports fest, which is... This might be one of my favorite arcs, mm -hmm. actually. I'm, yep. And it's for one character only, and I know we're going to talk about him. <laughs> I know. I I'm know so excited. About. Oh, man. So, so um, Deku can't use his quirk too much since he can only use it at a hundred percent so far um so he there's like a couple of different events in this sports festival which is televised it's a couple of different events and through through like mo through most of them like the like the first three he doesn't actually use his quirk because he knows that if he uses it he'll be out of commission um for the whole rest of the for the whole rest of the competition so so he just normal stuff his way through it um, using his smarts and his um, leadership skills, basically. Which honestly, I think is very one. It shows Deku's like best quality, mm -hmm. and it's a quality that is often overlooked in like a lot of like the quirk, like any mm -hmm. character with a quirk in the show, like the younger. Mm -hmm. The youngins. Mm -hmm. So yeah, good on you, Midoriya. Uh huh. Yeah, like he has to learn not to rely on his quirk. Um, and um, so then they eventually pair off into individual battles. Like it kind of there's like lim elimination rounds, and then it's sort of like a um, oh, what's it called when it's like a. It, 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 like a tournament? Yeah, like tur like a like a tournament. Yeah. So each of the finalists is paired off with different people and um and there is I think in I think Midoriya makes it through like the first round against this person whose um whose quirk is mind control. Um hmm. and so basically the guy if he talks to you, if he asks you a question, if you answer a question that he asks you, then he has control over your actions, basically. What's and, it? What is the velocity of a laden swallow? I don't know. Yes. <laughs> and so, basically, not knowing how the quirk works, um, Midoriya answers a question, and then the um, I don't remember what this mind reader guy. Oh, brainwashing. That's his. That's his power. Um, and the uh, the brainwasher basically makes him almost walk out of the the ring like it's kind of like a knock your opponent out of out of the ring kind of thing right and um he almost walks out of the ring and then like something happens with his quirk where he causes a little explosion and it sort of jolts him out of it 
Yeah. And then that guy is toast because his brainwashing is gone. Um, but um, probably actually one of the like most powerful moments in this series, I think, is the battle between... Um, between Midoriya and Todoroki. Let's go! Todoroki is the son of Endeavor. My the, precious boy! Who is the number two hero. And he is under a lot of pressure to succeed. Um, but he's determined to do this using just his mother's ice cork and not his father's fire. So, like, this this kind of comes up at some point in, like, like de- um... Midoriya knows about that, that he refuses to use his fire quirk because he doesn't want to let his father have any part of his success. I think Todoroki actually told that to him, like, before, like, the tournament started. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, like, yeah, so so Todoroki, his quirk is fire and ice. So half of, one half of his body, he can, he can make ice, and the other half, he can make flames. And he, so far, he has only used the ice exclusively. Um... His father, whose uh, whose quirk is, I think his quirk is Hellfire, right? He's just like pure flame being kind of thing. Uh, Endeavor, I believe Endeavor so. Yes, it's a fire being. Flame boy. So we get a lot of sort of backstory for Todoroki during this during this fight um, <sighs> because basically, um, Midoriya hasn't used his power at all really for the whole for the whole sports festival up until this point. And then he goes all out with it, like just basically, yeah, de- like like destroying his hands, sending shockwaves towards uh, Todoroki, trying to get him to like go all out against him. He's like, I don't, I don't want to win. I don't want to beat you unless you're giving me all that you've got. And, um, <clears throat> and at one point he just, uh, he just says, um, it's your quirk, yours, not his. And um, mm-hmm. basically, they're like, it doesn't matter that you, that you, in, yet you, that you're like him in some way. Like you have fire too, but that doesn't mean that you're like him. You can make, you can make your fire your own, and and all that. And um, he has no claim upon it. It's it's totally yours. It's your quirk, and you should use it. Um, so then Todoroki does. He uses his fire, and that's what finally um, that's what finally allows him to uh, beat Midoriya, and allows him to not not just beat Midoriya, but just allow him to just break through mm-hmm. what honestly has been keeping him down and not mm-hmm. holding him back, but refusing to allow him to grow. Yeah, I think is honestly Basically, the yeah, right he words. Was just, he was he was stuck in this sort of like like a stuck in his animosity and bitterness towards his father who I, was not great he was very abusive yeah we we got to go into spo- major spoilers for this one <laughs> so yeah. Todoroki's mom and his dad his dad being Endeavor Endeavor basically married his mom who was an ice user, a very powerful mm-hmm. ice user, mm-hmm. because he wanted to sire a child that could surpass All Might. Mm-hmm. Yep. He's had five kids. Mm-hmm. One who died in a training accident, mm-hmm. his eldest. Mm-hmm. Todoroki, um, Shoto was the only one to get both the fire and ice quirk. Mm-hmm. And because of 
how Endeavor was, it played a lot of stress on the family and particularly Shoto's mom, which eventually caused her to accidentally burn him in a moment of... She basically... She had a psychotic break and threw boiling water at her son. Yeah. (laughs) I was crying so much through that moment. Because, you know, basically... Because you see that he has, like, this this huge scar on half of his face. And throughout the whole thing, like, up until this point, you think, like, you've seen Endeavor and stuff, and you're like, oh, I'll bet that that his dad burned him at some point. Like, Zuko! Yep. Um, But no, it wasn't... it, It wasn't his dad. It was his mom. And for for those of for those of you that don't know, like I, I I said, there's a reason why I love Todoroki, and it's because it's mainly because of this backstory. Mm-hmm. I I'm very close with my family, particularly my mom. So um, <laughs> I'll be honest. When, when I first went through this um series, um, I never actually told you this, Hannah. Uh, Hannah, I Hannah. Sorry. Oh, no, it's okay. Japanese is influencing me. I had to pause. I had I had to stop after seeing that in the episode. I literally had to call my mom, like for and just for a few minutes, just like talk to her. I'm just like, mom, I love you. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. And, and I, nothing nothing happened between us. But it's just I just felt so. I'm just like I need to talk to my mom right now. I felt so bad. I'm just like I need my I need my mom right now. Oh man. Art reveals truth. The, the, honestly, this was the second time that an anime has made me do this. <laughs> made you call your mom specifically? Specifically for a moment like that. Also, mm. and, and There's another anime specifically for another reason, but if we ever talk about that specific anime, we'll get to it when we get to it. Yeah. You're definitely closer to your family than I am to mine. <laughs> I can't imagine... Uh, it... I can't imagine for any reason uh, calling a family member like that. It, it it comes from a lot of past experiences, which is why, like, mm-hmm. I'm always a person that wears, like, my emotions on my sleeve. Right, yes. And to- I am not. Totor- <laughs> <laughs> Todoroki um, also kind of wears, like, that animosity towards his dad, like, mm-hmm. on his sleeve. Like, you see it constantly. Yeah. He plays things close to the chest, mm-hmm. but he's a very emotionally driven person. Yeah, absolutely. Well, someone, someone who's got, like, like fire in them definitely like fire is like a very very primal emotional element as well um but yeah as um yeah as the um as the the child of divorce that i am who is often told gosh you're so much like your dad i i totally understand this as well you know like it was never a good thing to be compared to dad uh so yeah that was kind of where I had my connection with this character. It was just kind of like a, yeah, I wish I could just get rid of everything he ever gave me. <laughs> it's okay. Yeah. It's okay. Um, so anyway, um, <clears throat> Todoroki wins that. He goes up against Bakugo. Bakugo wants him to use his fire in their match too, but Todoroki is able to beat him uh, without it. No, he doesn't. Todoroki doesn't use it, and Bakugo beats him. But Bakugo is not satisfied with that because uh, he's like, yep, you didn't go all out against me, so me beating you doesn't count. <laughs> like, he's just this little rage monster. Like, well, like, it, like during the award ceremony, he had to be like chained to the chair. That's right. Because <laughs> he was just like he was just like throwing a fit. Um, <laughs> but yeah, firebrand. He's just like so 
over the top with rage and oh man oh. The, the teenage anger the angst i think it was really this arc in particular that really made me like understand like bakugo's like it, we didn't get like the full mm -hmm. go through in it but it understands like he's he is a being that is very prideful in what he does yeah. his goal is to be the best and because he saw it as that, mm -hmm. he viewed it for himself as taking a shortcut. Mm -hmm. And he could not accept that. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Like, yeah. He may have this really awesome quirk, but he also works really hard at it. And he's really determined. Um, Which also explains, like, um, why it ate at him so much that um, Midoriya saved him in the first, right. like, two episodes. Like, it at him yeah exactly it just like yeah he i think it kind of just yeah it did it ate at him for a long time it, it, like, it planted that seed of doubt until yeah like just this jealousy kind of because yeah then like midoriya makes it into ua as well and uh starts to sort of surpass him even and it's like how does this kid who didn't have a quirk for the first like 15 years of his life and now suddenly has one and he's just excelling at it and like this this guy who i called good for nothing all our lives is suddenly like neck and neck with me like how did that happen <laughs> it, it kind of puts more emphasis on it when basically he gave him the nickname that basically meant good for nothing doesn't mm -hmm. it yeah which does result in a moment but we'll get to that when we get to mm -hmm. that yeah continue okay. on hannah okay um yeah so that that um that that fight with midoriya and todoroki uh it's your quirk yours not his probably one of the most powerful moments in this whole season um, then, uh, the second half of this season, the second arc is the, um, the, uh, the, the, right? the students do their, do their internships. Internship, basically that's like, it um, for a week you shadow a hero and, um, see what they do in, in the field, basically. So, um, there's this character who we haven't really talked about yet, but, um, uh, Tenya Ida, whose quirk is engine. So basically he oh, has yeah. in his, he has these like. He has these engine, like, what are they called? I'm, I'm looking it up right now. Give me a second. Oh, like an exhaust pipe or something. Like exhaust pipes in his shins that propel him at incredible speeds. Oh, yeah, the jet engine uh, in his calves. A jet engine in his calves, somehow. And um, actually, during the sports festival, he gets a phone call that his older brother, who is a hero... Um, was was um attacked and re like like really badly hurt by this um by the, this criminal um whose name is the hero killer stain and, yeah um so he hears that his his brother has basically been crippled by a run-in with this with this hero killer and so um everyone goes is going off on their internships and uh ida takes a sort of subpar internship to um based with the sole intention of avenging his brother um and he he finds the hero killer um and he literally almost gets killed and um midoriya and todoroki come to his come to his uh his his rescue and they um, when he gets in over his head they help him to defeat the hero killer and 
they all get a talking to for that because they really weren't allowed to use their powers in outside of school. Um, yeah, they got they 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 they, they, they got a lashing for that. Thanks, Isawa. Wolf. Um, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but yeah, Isawa as well. He's like, you should not have done that. Um, so this sort of brings up another sort of another message about the nature of power. Don't use your quirk for yourself. So basically, like, um, they all get they all get hurt in different ways. Like Ida. Um, like, Ida has, like, permanent damage in one of his arms or something because of this. And, yeah. um, and, like, Midoriya gets hurt, Todoroki gets hurt, um, and they're all kind of, they're there, um, after this happened, and Ida, he was, like, he's the, he's the class rep, so he's, like, he's, like, the, um, like, the Gryffindor prefect, basically. He's, like... Thanks, Percy. Yeah, he's, like, the model student. He's that guy who, he, like, he's, like, you've got to be ten minutes early to class or you're late! You know, that kind of guy who's just, like, constantly on the ball. He's, like, form a line, everybody! Form a line! Yeah, that asshole! Yeah, exactly. And, um, but he... That's why nobody even really saw it coming, that he was going on this revenge tear. Because, like, like, um... Like, Midoriya and Uraraka actually ask him, they're like, because they know that his brother just got crippled. And they're like, are you okay? And he's like, yes, I'm fine. And then he goes off and on his, on his revenge... Rampage! On his revenge rampage. And basically, he just feels really guilty about this. Um, like, his how his, uh, his search for revenge like caused other people to get hurt. He's like... I was so angry I couldn't see anything else and it made him crazy. Um, so that was an interesting one. We got to see a little bit more of this this uh, character than just him being kind of having kind of a stick up his butt at school. Um, gotta gotta love it when even the side characters have death. Mm-hmm. Whoo! Season three, summer camp. The summer camp is interrupted by the League of Villains who are intent on kidnapping Bakugo. Um, Deku seriously messes up his body trying to save a little kid and then he just like keeps going with two broken arms just running all over the place trying to fight off all these villains and stuff. I and forgot about that. Like, oh my gosh. Like just, yep. And like just, uh, like stop, stop. Don't, you'll destroy yourself. And literally after this event, um, a, 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 a doctor tells him, like, if you keep doing stuff like that, you won't be able to move your arms anymore. So, like, just stop it. <laughs> You're crazy, child. Um, but um, the League of Villains succeeds in kidnapping Bakugo. And, um, and uh, basically, um, they... they Picked him out as like one of the most powerful students who might become a villain for them, and this was the moment where I started to respect Bakugo because basically they could have easily turned him villain. Like he, well, you see, Aizawa knew that they couldn't though because he's such a bullheaded, he's such a bullheaded kid that no one's gonna change his mind just like that, you know. And mm -hmm. he basically just says, fuck off to, to uh, Shigaraki's recruitment pitch. 
Um, which I love. I'm like, yeah, he's a, he's a, he was a, he's a bit of a, a firebrand asshole, but at least he treats everybody that way indiscriminately, Uh (laughs) you know? I was like, oh yeah, awesome. You know, it's like those people that you want on your side. You're like, I would not want to be this person's enemy. Right. Like when they're on your side, you're, you're like, they can get anything done. And, um, fuck him up, Algar. Fuck him up. <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. Um, so then we see the emergence of this, of this this villain called All for One, which is like the mirror, like the 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 polar opposite of One for All, which was All Might's power. I Turns All out, for One have come up with the most diabolical, unforgivable plan. <laughs> and um, it turns out that. He was behind um, that plot, and he's been behind the League of Villains from the start. And uh, Shigaraki is just kind of his um, apprentice. His apprentice, Sith, real we, Sith Lord vibes. Yeah, here. we thought that. Yeah, we thought that um, Shigaraki was the Emperor, but he's Kylo Ren. <laughs> Pretty um, much. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all for one comes out of the woodwork. This is the this is the villain that All Might fought and got his um, debilitating injury that's causing him to um, causing him to deteriorate. Um, <clears throat> so he, All for One basically has the ability to steal and pass on quirks. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like 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 All Might's ability is to Basic is to is to, is to pass on the quirk to somebody else, and it becomes more powerful the more people it passes through. Right. Basically, and then all for one is just kind of like a snatching all of the powers. And so when he's um, so all might shows up to um, basically have a showdown with him and try and get Bakugo out of there and stuff. And um, all for one has like bunch of different powers like he has like loads a whole bunch of like strength quirks into one arm and just pounds him with it and stuff and um let's see and all might spends his last spark defeating all for one um and revealing his deteriorated form on national television so he's he's uh, officially retired he's still a teacher at ua but not 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 working as a hero anymore. He uh, he spent it all for the cause. Um, so yeah. <clears throat> after after this after this dangerous thing happened at the summer camp, the teachers decide that they need to keep a closer eye on the students and they want them to move into dorms on the UA campus. And they go around um, to they like basically go to each each parent to sort of talk to them personally about it, which. Which I found really cool. Like, oh, Bakugo's mom. Yeah, Bakugo's mom. I'd explain so much about why he is the way he is. Because she's like... she. I don't know. She's like... She's like very... Just <laughs> burn that shit. Yeah, pretty much. She's just kind of a... Um, she is a spitfire and I love it. She's a spitfire. And then his dad is just this most the most mild-mannered little guy. Yep. <laughs> You're like, okay, I totally get it. Um, I get why he is the way he is. Because, um... Way to go, way to go Mom. Because 
Yeah. She's like, yeah, you know, he's all full of himself because he got that super awesome quirk. He's like, ah, shut up, you old hag. <laughs> um, but this, um, Izuku's mom, though, did not want him to go to the dorms. She didn't actually want him to attend the school anymore. And for some reason, this was the scene that made me cry. I'm not sure why. When, um... The, oh, the note? Not, not the note, no. It was just, like, his, just his mom and how worried she was about him. And she was saying, like, yeah, you say you're going to protect him, but ever since he started going to that school, my child keeps on getting hurt. And, um, and um, Midoriya is just kind of like, Mom, no, it's my fault that I keep getting hurt because they keep telling me, I, I keep ignoring what my teachers are telling me. It's not, it's not All Might's fault. It's mine. And um, the thing that I really um, liked about this scene was that... Um, doo -doo -doo, doo -doo -doo. Where did it go? Um, basically, sort of the relationship between like teachers and students is very interesting in this show, I think. And this scene kind of kind of shows why, basically. Um, so, um, so Izuku's mom has. Has, uh, has doubts about this stuff. She's like, I want to pull him out of that school right now. And um, even though All Might basically knows that if Deku leaves the school, then he'll never be able to become the great hero he's supposed to be and everything. Um, and um, Midoriya goes off on his mom about it. And like, mom's like, like, that's crazy. No, I have to go to school. And he like, he just is getting all mad. And then um, All Might is just like, young man, sit down. And then uh -huh. and, and he sits down and um, he's like, he basically like kind of explains things to um, the mom a little bit more. Basically tells him like, this, your son is going to be my successor and I'm going to, I'm going to take very good care of him. And as long as I'm around, nothing is going to happen to him. Um, and sort of like, so I like that, that like, the respect between students and mentors. Um, like the teachers ensure that kids respect their other elders. Like, um, um, like All Might demands that Midoriya respect his mom, even though they both disagree with her. Right. Um, and so he ends up being able to, being able to move to the dorms. Um, and after that, they have a... Um, a provisional hero licensing exam, which is more exciting than it sounds, which basically means um, if they pass this exam, they get to uh, use their powers in public. Basically, um, they get to be they, they get to be heroes in public. Look mm -hmm. at them go. Yep. Look yep. at them go with their so training license. That's not really that's not really important, um, except like uh, uh, Todoroki, Fire and Ice, and Bakugo, Explosion. Uh, they both fail the exam for not so much their like reasons of like their powers, but just the way that they interacted with people, uh -huh. um, which we can't really go too much into. But uh, basically, Todoroki thought he was more over his his dad than he was, and something came up that distracted him. Yep. Yeah, and he bombed the exam. So um, then, are we, are Bakugo. We favorite fight of the series. Yeah. Favorite so, fight of the series, let's go! Yes, 
<laughs> the knockdown drag out. Bakugo is basically like to Midoriya. He's just like, we need to talk about your quirk. And Bakugo is smarter than we think. He, he just he like figured it out. This but this basically. little man figured it out. Basically, which you don't, you do not expect that this person has thoughts that he doesn't proclaim out loud immediately. Like, <laughs> you bullheaded little boy, you are smarter than you think. Yeah. Look, so look, he, look, look at look at the, look at this smart brain. Yeah. Look at this big so he brain. He has it completely figured out, and like basically, they just everything goes out on the table. Bakugo is just like, I just listen. I just can't. I just can't stand it that you have. Um, that you have excelled here and everything. Why did All Might choose you instead of me? I'm more powerful than you. It should have been me. Um, and then he also says, like, I... He also basically just, like, admits that he has felt like All Might losing his power was his fault because he had gotten kidnapped. Yeah. Because it was in the rescue attempt to save Bakugo that All Might lost his power. Yeah, he's running high on his emotions. Yes. yes. At this point. <laughs> yeah. And so... So basically, like like you do when you're, when you're teenagers, you decide that the best way to solve this is to just punch each other into oblivion. So <laughs> they start to have this... I know I've gotten in fights with my brother all the time for this, that. This huge knock knock-down, drag-out, no-holds-barred grudge match um, that they have in this abandoned training ground. And, um... And, um... All, my, all Might's there as the, um, uh, as a referee. I don't know it! <laughs> yeah, no, all, all Might, um, he interrupts them. And he... Um, after hearing that, like, Bakugo feels that it's his fault that he lost his power... He realizes something about Bakugo that he hadn't noticed before. It's probably one of my favorite lines in the whole show, actually. Is the, um, like he says, It was not your fault, young Bakugo. I was always going to lose my power. You couldn't do anything to change that. You are strong, but I focused too much on your physical strength and overlooked what was important. So... Mm -hmm. It's not just about training these people to be powerful. It's training them to, um, like, like, tr like, like, seeing to their mental and emotional needs as well uh -huh. as teachers. And that's another thing that I love about, like, these teachers, these mentors. When they make a mistake, they admit it. They, yeah. Um, just, just a raise your head, talking to everybody, guys. I'm an asshole. <laughs> I fully accept that, and I take whatever consequences come my way because of it. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah, and he and he he apologizes, and um, then he and Midoriya basically tell Bakugo everything that's going on. Mm -hmm. He's in the loop. He's in the loop. Um, that's basically it for season three. Oh, they start their work study, right? I believe so. Yeah. That that gets more uh, more in depth in season four. <laughs> and season four onwards, it kind of starts to focus less on like Midoriya as like the seasons go on. Which mm -hmm. honestly, I'm I was actually very excited of because the thing was shown in if you focus too much on like the main character throughout the entirety mm -hmm. of the thing, because 
It becomes sort of a one-track thing instead of, like, interweaving. Yeah, when you created this world that has all these different moving parts to it and mm-hmm. you don't take that time to just yeah. expand upon it, then the story itself suffers. Yep. So we meet a couple of interesting people in Season 4. We meet Mirio Togata, whose quirk is permeation. He can pass through walls and pretty much anything. Hello, Shadowcat. Yep. He, um... One disturbing fact about him is that his um, entire his entire hero costume is um, made of a material that was fabricated from his own hair, <laughs> so that it too can pass through walls. I'm like, what the what the hell? <laughs> well, first of all, that's actually kind of genius. Yeah, sec- but sec- sec- second of all, I mean, I look at it this way: Would you really want to have a kind of hero that actually wears a different kind of costume, but he phases through his costume, and all of a sudden you're just looking at him naked? I don't know, but it would make it would make sense. But yeah, that was that, that was funny because yeah, he has a good quirk, but it's really hard to it's really hard to get a handle on. That's a, that's the thing about these quirks; like they're mm-hmm. powerful. But each one of them has downsides. Mm-hmm. Like that's, I think that's like the best thing that makes them not overpowered. Mm-hmm. Yeah. There's always downsides to it, and it's them working around it that mm-hmm. kind of makes it exciting. Yeah. Another character that we meet is Sir Night Eye, whose quirk is foresight. He was All Might's sidekick for a while, and he <laughs> that's right. He saw All Might's future and what would happen to him if he kept on being a hero after he was. Um, after he was injured by All for One. Um, He's like, nope. Yep. He's like, he said something to All Might, like, if you, if you keep on going the way you're going, you're going to, you're going to, um, you're going to fight a villain and die a unspeakably brutal death. You're like, gee, thanks. Sir Night Eye is one of my favorites, too. I just, okay, okay, one of the funniest parts of this season, I think, is... (laughs) Sir Night Eye, he's like, he's like this lanky, bespectacled guy, um, who his power is he can see he can see the future, and there's like different conditions that he can only see the future of certain people under certain circumstances and stuff. Um, <laughs> like, and maybe it's just the, maybe it's just the dub as well, but at one point he like gets hit by somebody and like. Like his um his clothes get all disheveled and he's like ripped. This this like nerd guy is ripped, you know. And, he, and he, in the in the dub, he's like, "You managed to you managed to graze my body." <laughs> it just like made me laugh so much. I'm like, what the hell? <laughs> like, I was like, whoa, totally not expecting that you got, uh, you, from you, this uh, from Slender Man over here. Like, <laughs> got it. Jeez, I love I love the trope whenever like a nerdy character sometimes just goes like shirtless and it's mm-hmm. just like boff. Yep, yeah. Another one that I wasn't expecting in an anime was uh, Armin from Attack on Titan. I was like, that kid is ripped too. Oh my gosh. Oh my god, you can. Oh my goodness, you can grind meat on those. <laughs> yeah, pretty much. Like, <laughs> look at that washboard. Um, it's 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 like that, and then uh, Mikasa's abs. Mikasa cheese, great cheese on abs. <laughs> Oh my gosh, yeah. Sorry. Oh, man. The abs in anime for days. Mm, um, indeed. So, season four is mostly about um, them going up against this villain called Overhaul, who his power is, like, the only thing that I can, 
the only way that I can describe it is like um, like disassembling and reassembling matter. So he'll like touch something and it'll just come apart completely like on a cellular level and then he can reconstruct it into something else. But he has been basically trying to find a way to eliminate quarks completely by using a bullet that is made from the blood of a little girl named Aerie whose cork is rewind. Yep, so she can rewind things. So like if somebody, well, let's use an example from the, from the show. If, um, if Midoriya uses his power at 100% and punches somebody and breaks his arm, if she is near him, if she is touching him or on his back Yoda style, um, <laughs> much to learn you have. Yes, she can rewind that immediately. Um, so basically, there's this whole there's this whole plot to rescue Aerie from Overhaul um, before he can make more of these bullets, and also before he can torture this poor little girl anymore. She's like six. Um, yep. And they. Um, they managed to get a hold of her, um, and that's pretty much that season was like um, overhaul and airy, um, and all of the kids who were doing the work study also become part of the rescue effort, um, which is very stressful because they're not allowed to tell anyone what's going on. Right. Oh, and then it ends with the Endeavor fight. Yes, does it? Does that is that what? Yeah, season four ends with the Endeavor fight against the Nomu. Oh yeah, just just, just a, a, a Nomu that is just as strong as that other one. Yeah, if not more powerful, and Endeavor's like everybody's it's panicking because more... Endeavor is like the, with All Might retired, he's the only like he's the top hero. He's the de facto number one hero. Yeah, and um, yeah, this Nomu can. Nomu can talk too. Mm -hmm. which the other one could not. They were just like dumb, bumbling beasts. Um, and and, and, and it, never in my life in an anime before for a shonen did I see two characters fight and I could just literally look at the TV, point my finger, and shout at the top of my lungs. I mean, either one of them, hey, fuck that guy! <laughs> either one of them. Yeah. I still do not like Endeavor. I can't help. He's trying, but I'm like, no, my, like my guy, you have done so much. I'm like... Yeah, so much shit. I the, don't I don't like him either. Like, but, his, his his other son besides Shoto, like, mm -hmm. Shoto, um, yeah, is justified in his hatred. Yeah. Very yeah. justified. And the f cool thing about that... Okay, yeah, so there's that fight with the Nomu that Endeavor, that Endeavor does. And then there is a... Um, there's another internship where you can choose a uh, choose a choose a hero, shadow them, and um, Midoriya, Bakugo, and Todoroki all shadow Endeavor. Um, yikes! Which Awkward. is yikes. Um, and they get to have dinner with Todoroki's family. Mm. It's super Akotako. Um, <laughs> super Akotako. <laughs> and, yeah, like literally one of the brothers. They're there at the table. And their dad comes in, and the brother's just like, I'm out of here, I can't do this, and just, like, leaves. Yeah. And then the one sister who just wants everybody to get along is just, it's just so sad. And, um, yeah. And, and, yeah, Endeavor is trying to sort of patch things up between him and Todoroki, and, um... He's seriously trying, but it's hard. It is, yeah, like, yeah, well, when you're, when you're 
dad was so demanding and abusive all your life. Like, how do you... You're like, oh, yeah. Not to just one of his children. Yeah, all, all of them. them. You're just like, oh, yeah. Well, one of us is dead because of the way you acted, so thanks for that. And, um, yeah, just super awkward at the family home. I believe... What was the name? The episode was called something like the... Uh, Something like the, the, the miserable Todoroki family or something was the, was how it was translated. Let me see. Look, looking for it. Looking the hellish it. Todoroki family. I'll bet that's what it was. Possibly. Um, but yeah, the, um, they do, they do that with Endeavor. Um, they run into a villain that tries to kill the, um, Endeavor's angry son. The son is still pissed with him after he saves his life. Um, I, I mean, one, which I mean, understandably, one, one, one good one good deed does not. Yeah, exactly. It's like okay, yeah, you saved my life, but still, you suck. I hate you. <laughs> you know, just that entire family. Oh my gosh. Mm-hmm. Um, they we have this whole we kind of flip the coin a little bit and we go to um we go to uh shigaraki's sort of backstory oh yeah we spend more time with the villains yeah it's called they call it my villain academia so uh tomura shigaraki um his quirk is decay he's the guy who um who was leading the league of villains and he is um he is one for all's apprentice and we basically get to see the story of how how he discovered his quirk and how he became who he was. And um, basically, basically, he touches the family dog. He's really upset. He's holding the family dog. The family dog turns to ash and like, like comes apart. Right. He like, basically it decays in his arms. He freaks out. And like, one by one, his family, when they're either trying to trying to help him and calm him down, or they're trying to run away, they all he 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 touches all of them. His entire family just like falls to his power. Yeah. And just oh yikes! And then and then uh, all for one finds him, takes him under his wing, and uh, teaches him how to use that. Uh, Use that burning anger um, to uh, further his own means. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, basically he becomes more and more powerful through um, some medical experimentation and stuff. Mm-hmm. Like he starts to be able to make things decay without even touching them, which is horrifying. Uh, and. What 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 else happened in that season? I'm trying to remember how it ended. Yeah, but, but unbelievable that season five is the most recent one. Like I recently just finished it, and I still don't remember much of it. Yeah, it was a whirlwind. Hmm. Yeah. While you look that up. Um, okay. Um, I think. Oh, did you find it? Oh, yeah, um, Midoriya keeps having these dreams. <gasps> yes! Oh, my gosh. 
Yes, he was on the, having dreams of the past wielders of the um, of the uh, one for all. The power. Avatar State is calling. The to Avatar him. State, pretty much, pretty much. It's the uh, it's all of the all of the avatars, and <gasps> I remember, I remember, I remember. She remembered her. Th- she remembered the thing. I remember. They have a joint training battle where um, that's right. Where class A, class one A, which is Midoriya's class, and class two um, A. They all are split into teams and then go up against each other in this sort of like, uh, almost like capture the flag, except it's capture the people. You have to capture like a certain number of the other team and put them in this, uh, put them in this jail kind mm-hmm. of. And um, we get some interesting groups in in this. In this, I think Bakugo's group was really interesting because it was him. He was like the. It was him, his explosion power, and then and then these three, um, what they call more like utility um, powers. There were these two. Yep. There were the two um, uh, earphone jack and Dukla arms, who are kind of like like um, like sort of like scout sort of yeah. surveillance characters. They're able to like hear things from really far away, see things from really far away, um, and then there's um, Anna Voice, I think who can talk to animals. And so people are kind of looking at this and they're like, oh yeah, it's just going to be, it's, it's just, it's just going to be um, like Bakugo trying to do this all by himself because he thinks the other ones are useless and they're going to get creamed. But they actually end up working really well together and he makes a really good leader and basically like, like they, they play to his strength, which is basically just raw, explosive power and literally yeah raw explosive power and um he also basically they watch his back and then he watches theirs and he like he like prevents any of them from getting uh captured or even touched at all you know like like their 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 battle took like two minutes or something Mm -hmm. um which pretty awesome um and what else? Oh, the kid from the sports fest whose uh, power was uh, brainwashing. He um, he transfers in, um, and he's using his using his power, um, which that's a that's like that's a villain power if you ever saw brainwashing. It. Yeah, brainwashing. But he wants to be a hero and he wants to use it as a hero's power and having to adapt it. So he learns a little bit from um, Aizawa about that. Because Aizawa's power, the, um, the, the yeah erasure, um, is kind of this kind of the same where you like just wipe something like blank, like negate everything. Yeah, it, it it's a very villain power, but he mm-hmm. wants to use it for good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and um, yeah, so so there's that, and then yeah, the um, basically what happens with Midoriya is that for some reason. While they're in, um, while he's in his um, mock battle, he suddenly manifests this new power. It's like this, like 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 green web electricity stuff. Yep. And basically, he just can't control it, and it's like going everywhere and destroying everything. He's raging out. And, yep, he was just like raging out, and he couldn't control it. And everyone's like, "What the hell is happening? Like that? I've never seen that before. What is he doing?" And like, um, 
um, <laughs> Uraraka is trying to calm him down and stuff, and then they get the brainwasher guy. Basically, basically the the any everyone who noticed this yep. kind of like called a timeout for a second, and the brainwasher guy was just like, "Hey, stop it!" Like got him to got him to stop doing that. No. Yeah. No. But very yeah. bad. So yeah, so that was very weird. He manifested a new power, and like in the words of. In the words of Aizawa, right after that, when he's giving them their grades, he's like, he's like, first, Midoriya, what is going on with your quirk? They're <laughs> 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 like, I have no idea, sir. Like, blunt, straight to the point. Yep, yep. <laughs> What's going on with your quirk? Look, I'm just not going to sugarcoat this, Midoriya. I need you to explain to me what the feck is going on right now. Yep. yep. <laughs> Like, not to be a Debbie Downer about this, but you're fucked. <laughs> <laughs> um, oh, yeah, so he manifests this quirk, and um, he basically, um, he and All Might realize that Midoriya's iteration of the um, one, the one for all quirk is like the, like the the. The, the ultimate iteration of it. Like, he's the ninth user of the um, of the power. Right. And so he's going to basically inherit all of the powers of the people who came before him. Um, and there's a few that they know who they are, but others they don't. Yep. So that's kind of where we, where we leave that is, um, like, him realizing, okay, I'm going to have to... I'm going to have to learn how to use a bunch of other quirks as well as this one. Which is great, because just in time, the League of Villains is up to no good, and it seems that something big's on the horizon. Mm. And, dun, dun, dun. and that is where we left the anime for Season 5. Yep. Now, the manga's still ongoing, and Season mm -hmm. 6 is confirmed to, have been re to be released this year. Oh, boy. Now, for those of you listening, me and Hannah have not read the manga. No, I would love to, though. I've only gotten one spoiler of the manga so far, and I will not um, dare to um, spoil it here because I know Hannah would kill me. I wouldn't kill you, but... Um, you would be very might, angry with me. I might I might put you in a uh, triangle chokehold, so... She, she, she has been uh, training. She, she, I know she can do this. I have been training. I can now use 8% of my power. Yeah. Oh, since we're talking about superheroes... Um, I think, did we, I'm not sure if we ever actually did this. I, I, it seems familiar, but Donald, if you could have a quirk or superpower, what would it be? From the show or not? I will admit, like, one of the, I love the idea of trying to use hypnosis for, like, a hero, hero-y thing. Mm hmm I, I don't, I don't know, I don't know what always fascinated about me about It would be kind of like control. a, it's like a de-escalation tool. Kind of like, um, oh man, what's his name from Jessica Jones? Oh, uh, uh Killmonger? No, not Killmonger, um, uh, Kilgrave. Kilgrave, yeah, how, um, at one point she shows him how it could be used for, used for good, and there's this man who's, like, holed up in his house with a, with a gun and his whole, entire family, and he's going berserk, and, yep. and Kilgrave just goes in and he's like, hey, put the gun down, and just go outside. You know, you're yeah. like, that was, that was easy because he had to obey. Mm -hmm. You're like, see, you can use it for good. You just have to be really careful. Like, 
I think I think Kilgrave said something like he was like he's like I once told a man to go fuck himself. I have no idea what he did, but I can't. I don't want to imagine. <laughs> Coming from the mouth of David Tennant, everybody. Yeah. Um, I, I still think so. What, like mind mind control, sort of. That's that's one of them. Um, super speed would be an interesting kind of concept, especially in terms of a quirk. It's like, how do you build your legs with enough strength mm -hmm. to maintain that velocity for so long? Can you only yeah. use it in like short bursts? Yeah. And now, what power do you think you would have in actuality, based on what kind of person you are? I feel like I would something related to like human emotions and feelings like like an mm -hmm. empath mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. that's yeah j j just like how i'm a very caring person by nature so mm -hmm. i talk with people a lot mm -hmm. so yeah the power that i would want would be teleportation yes Jeez, um but the, yes. the power that i think i would have would be um would be like a sort of, it would be one of those de-escalation powers. It would be the ability to, um, f like fill a room with a sense of calm. You yeah. Know? Like I'd be that. I'd be. I'd be. Um. I'd be the hero who goes into um like disaster zones, and gets people out of there, and yeah. like 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 tends to them. Remain calm, everybody. Be like, Form right. a singly orderly file like, yes, out of line. I yep. know the place is on fire. <laughs> Maybe yeah. not like that. So, so yeah, kind of like a, kind of like a, a slow down, chill, like, sort of de-escalation. Kind of, my power would be the power of Zen. Let's just put it that way. Mm, yes. People have told me that I have a very, uh, a very comforting presence. That is true. Isn't that right, Donald? <laughs> yes, yes, ma'am. That's, that's very true. Oh man, but yeah, that's my hero academia. What are we even talking for? Like two hours? I feel like we're we have... we're close to an hour and a half. Holy shnike! You you've been wanting to talk about this for a while, so I, I, know, really, so, I, I know. so I did not want to like interrupt you. Or <laughs> when I got like you that. about season three, I was like, was it a good idea to go season by season <laughs> like this? <laughs> I have doubts. I have serious doubts. Well, the uh, I mean, there's a reason like you were. Like you, mm -hmm. or it's your, it's one of your yeah. favorite shows. Like you just said, yeah. I mean, a lot of people have been fascinated by this um, show. The fandom is, of mm -hmm. course, huge. Oh yeah, in oh. both the manga and uh, the anime. Um, oh yeah. And honestly, I have been. It's not my personal favorite, but I have been. I have enjoyed going through this anime like the past couple months, and I'm mm -hmm. a little bit disappointed in myself that I kind of. Gave it the um, the blunt end of the stick um, when I first started trying to watch it back in 2016 when it first started airing weekly by weekly because I was at that point where I was like, I don't want to commit to weekly viewings right now. I have too much <laughs> yeah. going. I was, I, well, because I was in my final year of college. Right. I had so much going on, I, I couldn't commit. Yeah, that's that's what kept me from starting to watch Supernatural for the longest time because because I was like, okay... I know that I'm going to like this show, but I also know that I do not have time to watch it as obsessively as I'm going to. <laughs> you know? Fair enough. And at that point, there were only 12 seasons, and I was like, that's a lot of seasons. And then it expanded more, and you're then like, it expanded Ooh, more, like, oh my goodness. my goodness. Oh my lord. Yep. It's like, well, 
A combination of insomnia and social anxiety will give you the time you need to watch all 12 seasons of Supernatural oh. in a scarily short amount of time. Oh, man, ain't that the truth? <laughs> oh, man. It's the only good part of my <laughs> life at that time. Oh! <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> all right, should we wrap this up? Yes, we should, before so, we say anything sad. So, oh, so <laughs> overall, your, your personal recommendation, huge yay for My Hero? I do recommend it, yes. I mean, you've been building on this for months, mm-hmm, so... Mm-hmm. So, yeah, definitely... Definitely, like, we've spent, like, a good hour and a half, like, talking over all mm-hmm. this, even though, it, like, both in terms of, like, overall plot and just, like, our personal, like, viewpoints and everything like that. Mm-hmm. There was so much other stuff that we didn't get to talk about, like, in some of the side characters. We didn't get to talk about, like, Uraraka that much. Yeah. Um, or, um, we didn't talk about Kirishima at all. Oh, that's right. We never even touched on... Red Riot! There are a lot of characters that we didn't touch up on, and honestly, mm-hmm. that's kind of the thing that comes with a lot <laughs> of shonen anime. There's so many different yeah. characters that people are drawn to, yeah. but... You can't really say all in a single sitting. Yeah. My mom has been watching this show. I went to visit her, and I've told you this story. I went to visit her, and I like, opened the door, and I was like, Hey, Mom, I'm here. And she like appeared out of nowhere. She's like, I am here. And I'm yes. like, why did you say it like that? Have you been watching My Hero Academia? And she's like, yeah. Have you? And I was like, yes, I have. And we and, and, um, and she was like, yeah, I have some of the DVDs downstairs. I got them from the library. And I was like, let's go watch some. <laughs> That's so great. I got her a Funko Pop. Of uh, Kirishima for Christmas, because <laughs> that's her favorite character. That's so great. <laughs> that um, that is such a sweet. That is such a sweet yeah. story. It was funny though because we like were the only two people in our family who knew what it was, and she like opened it up and she was like, "Oh my gosh, it's Kirishima!" And like my my sister and my grandmother are like, "The heck." Like, <laughs> Getting each other uh, anime collectibles now. Okie doke. Welcome to the rabbit hole. <laughs> it's like, all right, time to start searching for uh, for mental institutions. Oh Nowadays. no, no, you're not that at that point. You're not at that point yet. Not yet. Maybe when, you, maybe when you, when, maybe when you guys start writing fan fiction, maybe. But oh um, gosh. I think you guys are fine now. I think I'm fine. You're okay. Yep. We're, we're I don't fine. even own one Funko Pop of any kind. Fair enough. Mm-hmm. But regardless, guys, um, that's going to be our, um, our talk today on uh, My Hero Academia. Starting off anime April 2022 with a, well, really big episode. Not going to lie. This has been... Yeah. Uh, We've we just been having so much fun. I just didn't want to stop you at any point, <laughs> truthfully. Oh, man. I wanted to stop myself at one point, but, you know. Hey, pop off, queen. <laughs> pop off. But, um, it's quirk. Pop off. But um, we're going to leave you with all that. Um, thank you guys so much for listening. If you guys like what you've been hearing from us, make sure to follow us wherever podcasts can be found. We're on Spotify, Spreaker, Apple Podcasts. And uh, if you want to watch all of the episodes in order in a nice detailed playlist version, you may click the link in the description of this episode to be taken to the YouTube playlist over on YouTube. So definitely... YouTube playlist? Yeah, I have a YouTube playlist just because I'm... Uh, oh, of, the, of, of our all, episodes. Of our episodes, I was yes. like... My Hero Academia is on YouTube. You can find it in so many better places, man. No, that's true. No, that's true. Our podcast is on YouTube. Okay. Yes, our podcast Sorry, is on I'm... YouTube. Sorry, it's perfectly okay. I should have reiterated that better. You threw, off, threw off your groove. No, I, I'm sorry. You have thrown off the Coffee Ninja's groove. Sorry. You, you were saying? Anyway, we... Uh... You also, if you guys want to follow us on social media, um, uh, you can check us out on Facebook and Twitter at Gen Geek Podcast and on uh, Instagram at General Geekery. You can find me on social media at MK 7 You can find Hannah on uh, Instagram at Pythian Legume. 
You can find us both uh, playing games on Twitch, um, my personal Twitch channel, ReezakiMK7, and me and Hannah both make appearances for Loaded Dice Adventures on Mondays and Wednesdays, respectively. A um, whole uh, bunch of D&D shenanigans, especially ones that happened yesterday before us recording this episode. Mm -hmm. Definitely go check them out. Always a lot of fun. Yep. And, if you, and if you guys um, love the show and want to support us in any way, shape, or form, please consider um, uh, checking out our Patreon and our coffee pages. Um, hopefully uh, spare a little bit of your coin in order to help us continue making content for you um, uh, and entertain you in the best way possible. And, speaking of entertaining you in the best way possible, if you guys want to interact with us, you can join our Discord at the General Geekery Guild. Link of that is in the description of this episode. The Can't wait to chat. The GGG! Can't wait to chat with you guys and talk about all things geek-related. This has been episode 112 of General Geekery. First edition of anime, April 2022, about My Hero Academia. For uh, Hannah Kubiak, I'm Donald Kaczynski. And uh, until next time... Should, should we end it with Plus Ultra? I mean, I thought that was that was a given, but... You know what? Always remember to keep your geek on. Clank, clank. Plus Ultra! Go beyond! <laughs> Bye, guys. <laughs>